we go again. <laughs> welcome to our podcast. We're welcome, back. welcome, welcome, welcome. It's the elephant in the room. And yes. We're going to be talking. You know, you know what we do. We talk about those controversial subjects that people don't like to talk about. We got Remy. Yeah, yeah. We got Joanne. What's up? We got myself, Reese. All right, here we go. What are we talking about today, guys? Talking about. Uh, Gangland, gangland. Dumbest program ever watched in my oh life. Oh my god! Oh, you're getting in straight with the All dumbest right, program you've ever watched. Yeah, if you ain't seen it, it was a program put on Channel Five called Gangland or Ganglands. I don't know. I don't know what. What Gangland? Gangland. Yeah, Gangland. Yeah, Gangland. After I watched this program, Joanne would tell you the first thing I did. WhatsApp voice note. I was like, guys, if you ain't seen it, watch this pile of yeah, rubbish. I jumped on it yesterday. I jumped on it yesterday. Rubbish. Oh, I, yeah, you told us and. Straight away, I said, I'm watching it. I watched it, and I just... I honestly couldn't believe what I was watching. Like, I... I thought they were... I literally thought they were actors. I don't... I don't yeah, legit. Like, honestly. Yeah, I, yeah, I thought they were actors as well. It's like... Are you, you watching that? I watched, okay, I watched it yesterday. I watched okay. it yesterday. The guy in the... The, 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 the bread with the mask and the glasses. Yeah, like... And he's got... Yeah, I thought... I thought like, they paid this guy to say this shit, you know what I'm saying? They paid it. Because there's no way you're dumb enough to be going on TV and saying... Like, I just feel like that's not what they go through. That's not what they think when they're on the roads. I, I can't... Yeah, it's, on one side either this was like the ultimate program that showed you the perfect insight into uh, the mind of a drug dealer or a gang member or they're all actors do you know what I mean because uh-huh. if that's how dumb they yeah, are they should have named it a different name they should have put a whole different spin on it because what they've done is just it, if that's why they're actually doing it and, and, if, and if this is what they think the one guy said uh, the main guy that was really driving the story his name was Jordy he said when he was making the money he was making he was making 2200 mm. a day and he literally said he thought he'd be making... He yeah, didn't think anything else. He, did, he thought he'd be making 2200 a day for the rest of his life. Yeah. And I think, no, no, they couldn't... You're not dumb enough to think that. You've got to know that there's consequences to what you're doing and sooner or later it's going to end. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, and I, I, I just can't believe... But hold on, you say that, yeah, that, that you can't be dumb enough to think that. But I disagree with that, okay? Now, the programme, when I watched it, I said, I, I have no idea the angle that the producer or that whoever created this um, documentary, I have no idea what their angle was. But having lived with people who have sold drugs and been in that environment when I was in a hostel and I was surrounded by people who were selling um, crack or whatever they were selling weed, I would say that those people were not very intelligent. Like, I mean, as in they knew how to hustle. They knew the game. But when it came to like, okay, here's an opportunity to better your life. Yeah, like we all work. had um, not like social workers but we had like a career worker someone that will like come, come, come and help us yeah, find yeah. a job uh-huh, right uh-huh. now every single time that lady would come up to the person in question I'm talking about and would say look, look I've got a great opportunity for you you get a good salary you just need to come in and, and do uh, X, Y and Z the person would find a way to mess it up to continue in the life that he was living mm-hmm. in the end I think it always ends in jail. Yeah, that, or, death. or death. Or death. If not for you, Something for else. someone that you know or for someone that you're around. So if you are not that dumb, as you put it, wouldn't you see the people going to jail or dying? Because usually in that environment, you're seeing your olders, you see people, people have done it before you. Yeah. So you must be aware of the consequences of your actions because you're seeing the consequences take place right there and then you're hearing what's his name died in the state mm. or where oh where did where did a uh, darren go oh he's in jail so, so but yeah you go on 
and and get involved in that sort of lifetime and say there's no choice or I had so no option. I'm gonna ask you guys a question then, both of you. If you if that's what you've seen, as that what they said on the programme, if that's what you've seen growing up, like all your olders getting these cars, getting this and that, having the women, having the fancy chains and stuff, do you feel that's wrong when they always say that's what you're around, so that's what you know, that's what you grow up to become? Because I've seen some people in the same place and they've they've gone the opposite way. And I always hear the same thing. And you're in that, if you're in that environment... Jump in, man. Just, yeah, you're oh, dying. Oh, okay. Like, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you think that's right? Because every time I hear this, this talk about like Dang Lang or whatever, I always hear, or oh, if you're from this area, this area, or that's all you know. You're from the blocks. That's all you know. And that's what you can come to be. Is that, is that correct? No. Every single show I've heard, I've heard that saying. So, nah, I... I that's I, my thought, man. So. I can't agree with that because... Look at us. Do you know what I'm saying? We're sitting here right now, three yeah. young black men. Mm-hmm. Coming from the same environment as most of these black. Of course, where are you from? I'm from Leinstone, E11. I'm from Tottenham. Where are you Hackney. from? Hackney. We got Hackney. We got Tottenham. We got Leinstone. We got. We got. <laughs> literally, I didn't even realize it. Sitting here are the the three areas notoriously north, known north East London, for crime. Yeah, yeah. And we're here doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm saying? I get you. Yeah. Like I, I, I so. I have so many friends mm. that are now either in prison, a couple of them actually dead. Uh, some of them still doing what they're doing and messing their lives up. And I think to myself, we all went to the same school. Mm. We all sat in the same classroom. We all learned from the same teachers. We all get the same ball in the playground. And we all played each, at each other's houses and play, mm. stayed around each other's houses, played in the same areas, went to the park together, mm. did the same things throughout the summer holidays. Mm-hmm. And I really don't... I just don't understand where, where they saw... What they saw that I didn't see. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Okay. We had the same experiences. Got most of these guys are on the roads right now in Leytonstone anyway, mm-hmm. and in areas surrounding Leytonstone. I went. I know these guys like they were my brothers yeah, yeah, back yeah, in the yeah, day. Yeah, we used to be together yeah, constantly. Yeah, do you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I just want to know where they went. Where you went? And yeah, and yeah, some yeah. could say it's because they live in the state and I don't live. I don't. I live on the outside of the state, so maybe they saw more. Mm-hmm. But then I have again. I have friends in the same. In the same, same circle yeah. that live in their state and still don't mm-hmm. do what they do, nah. still doing what I'm trying to get, make a better life for themselves. Mm-hmm. And you can turn around and say, oh, but they see the olders and the, they got cars and and they got the money and they got the they girls. Got stuff, and, yeah. But you can look. I'm fair enough. The media isn't the greatest um, place to find a role model as a black male. Do you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You're gonna see a rapper or, or a basketball player or football. That's it. But you can find inspiration. I know tons of black men now who are doing doing life right, got a job in the office, we had a nice suit to work, got a car, got a girl, got the same outcome as this drug dealer, but doing it legit. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay, and yeah. it didn't take much longer. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he, he's never in risk or fear for his life. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Shit's going well for him. But wait then, let me ask you guys a question. Reese, if yeah, you yeah. was to make that programme then, okay. and you was the producer, yeah, yeah. how would you spin it so the people actually get educated on how he really is. Because, like you said, we've all come from those type of things. My brother, my brother Remington. I wouldn't even make that programme. I wouldn't even make it. I wouldn't call it Gangland. <laughs> Gangland. I would not have a programme full of black... Yes, I, I, have, I did not see one white person in the programme. Okay. And people will say to me, what does that have to do with anything? It does have something to do because I grew up in an area where... At that moment in time, growing up in Tottenham, there was um, knife crime was very prevalent. Yeah? yeah, like everywhere you went, there was um, newspaper articles that were talking about. Um, remember the hoodies? 
like should we be allowed to wear hoodies yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, people kept dying for knives there was like um, the knife amnesty they, they, when they put the knife in and um, um, there were just so many things going on at that time when I was growing up yeah, yeah. that I felt there was such a negative energy surrounding black youths yeah to then watch a program which is, is scaremongering because there's no... At the end of the program, there's no, um, there's no revelation. There's no... No one has changed oh, or no. turned their life around or... It's just like... It's anyone show. watching that program who is unable to differentiate between fact and fiction, who doesn't know any better, will watch it yeah. and will take that documentary as fact. As like, that's how it really is. Mm. Like, it's... It's a, a real example of what some of these youths get up to. Why would you want to show that to, to, yeah, to people? Too, Why would you want... So what, we can have more people cross the roads. That when you see a youth, <laughs> you have people saying, yeah, oh, let me, let me cling my handbag closer to me because I see a group of, of, of right, black right, kids. Yeah, right. Or let me cross the road. Or Why would you want to... What do you gain from... Like, I can't even articulate how annoyed I am. I do not understand the purpose behind it. Like, there's no resolution to it. No, no. There's no... You know when you have a film and at the end there's Is sort of like something? the climax? Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, there's, there's, yeah. It was just it's like... <laughs> I felt like crap. I said, like, I know that you know some of this does happen. I, I get that. I understand. I just... I, I just can't fathom why mm. that programme was needed. I fully hear you. I feel like... I feel like... They know, I feel like the people who made this film know what they're doing. They know already that they... they they're not going to watch it. They, no, they're, gonna, they're, shining, they're showing black youths in a bad light. And people think, oh, but... Like, people might listen to us talk and say, why are they complaining about all of them being black? That's what black people do. And that sentence is exactly why... Um, it's programs like this are the problem. Because they show programs like this and they only show black people. And to be fair... As you said earlier, they, they can't be smoked without fire. We are a, 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 a lot of... We make up a lot of the numbers in gangs and drug... And we are... A lot of us are, black, are drug dealers. And I'm, I'm not saying a lot of us. The majority of drug dealers... Oh, no, I can't even say that. But... I get what you're trying to say. Yeah, like, yeah, you find black people in places they shouldn't be. There's black drug dealers, there's black gang members, but there's white gang members, there's Asian gang members. The problem is, is that they've created this image where... I could be the most normal black person. You lot know me. I'm, I, I'm not about that. I do my work. I get my money. I'm trying to do this creative thing. Yeah. And I could be walking down the street with a hoodie on and a white man might see me and get scared, like you said, mm-hmm. cross the road. And it's all because of programs like this. Because they've seen this and they think, I right, everyone in that documentary was black. So my, my interpretation of that is a lot of black people do this stuff. So I've got fair black yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Same reason why... Sorry, same reason why uh-huh. in... in um, America, police are shooting black people because they fear black people because of what has been... They they attack the black character. They make it look like we are uh, a problem to society, Mm -hmm. a menace to society, as it says. They need to educate more than just filming the team. Because the majority of us are not doing dumb shit like that. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you, you imagine... Okay, so what do you want from black youths? You want them to make a uh, positive contribution... 
uh, to society. Yes? Yes or no? Yeah? yeah? We all agree upon yeah. that, yeah? Yeah, yeah? Okay. Now, say you're a manager mm-hmm. of Topshop. You're a manager of Superdry. You're a manager of Shoe. Yeah. yeah, you're a manager just in general, yeah. okay? And you've sat down and watched this Channel 5 documentary, okay? Mm-hmm. About black youths. Now, you go to work and, and you are looking for a new employee, okay? Yeah. okay. You take in CVs, yeah? And you do uh, interviews. You have a black youth in front of you now. The subliminal messaging from that program is going to affect your judgment during that interview. You're going to say, why am I going to take on this black youth who is probably um, uh, in crime mm. when I can take maybe this, this, this girl here yeah. who, who looks nice, she's, she's wearing a nice dress, mm. you know, I can guarantee she's not involved in, in drugs. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? That yeah, mindset, that. why would you yeah. do that? It's... It's just another step backwards. It's so true. Somebody, when I didn't have a job and I went to Job Seekers, okay, and I was on Job Seekers for like a week until I found a job, I remember they told me when I hand out my CV, do not put that I'm from Tottenham. Because when they see that, they know you're from a poor area and they automatically put that CV to the bottom of the pile. What kind of world are we living in when you can't put where you're from? That's crazy. Like where I'm from determines who I am. It does not. Nah, not even. We're complaining like we're in a country that's getting bombed every other day. Like, oh, Tottenham's the, like, yeah, it's the gangster slums. It's not the slums. Some kids are actually scared for their lives where people are getting bombed and they got to hide behind build, hide yeah, under buildings. You understand? We're just living in an area which is a, like, which the, which the government has set up as a ghetto. You know how ghettos were formed from? They put poor minority and poor people in a certain area. And they and just said, okay, there. you let not have, there. you not, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. what a ghetto is. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because they know that we're going to... Fight Exactly, fight I was about to swear, but they're <laughs> keeping it PG. They know that, like, crabs in a bucket, yeah, we're going to pull each other down, yeah. pull it's, each what other down. What else are we going to do? What and they don't, do? they don't have to do nothing. Nah. You know, in Tottenham, the policeman told me that when they get a call to come, yeah, they don't go straight away. You know why? Because... They don't want to get involved. They're hoping by the time they get there... Well, someone's already done something. Someone's already done what they needed to do. Someone's dying. It's all right. It's cool. We just come and clean up the mess. Uh, mad. Listen, I, I, I don't even know what to say. I'm getting emotional. I'm, yeah. I'm getting emotional. So what do you think? You know, like... Because I care, like, wait, literally. You know, I care like, about how we're seen. I've seen, like... Okay, when I, when I, when I was living in Hackney, yeah, so many of my friends, their parents, yeah, were all black. My, their parents were like, okay, when you get to a certain age... We need to pack up and move away from Hackney. We need to go to live in Essex. Go to live uh-huh. in Kent. Uh-huh. Do you think instead of doing that, they should actually try to educate the community that they're in? So then, like, I don't know. Do you know, do you know what I'm trying to say? Instead of, like, running away from the problem and just, it just being a cycle, we uh-huh. need to actually educate the area. So if they, if they set up something in Tottenham where, I don't know, there was a way that we understood our history, understood what was going on. So then it wasn't just a cycle. Do you understand where I'm coming from? I think we have a lot of people doing positive things in various uh, communities. But the problem is, is that we find it difficult to come together. When you're trying to win... Okay, I'm seeing someone here who's got a positive football programme going on. And I'm seeing someone here who's trying to uh, create movements within the media. I don't know why it's so difficult to get these people together to get everyone in the room and say let let's take some action like let's let's actually do something do you know what i mean like 
You're yeah. telling me that people come from other countries with no money, but they have they have connections yeah. in this country and somehow they manage to set up a business and they manage to get money flowing and, and help their kids. But we will use an excuse like, oh, my mum doesn't have no money or we're on job seekers or we're on... Ben- How does that work? When people can come from another country and make it work, don't even know the language London, and still England, make it work. England's easy, fam. That's why it's easy. You get these benefits. In these countries, they don't have that benefit set up. They don't have all these things set up. So they, when they come here, mm-hmm. it's like, they're like, oh, wow. Like, I, don't, I think my mum told me one time, she said when she was in, back in Sierra Leone, she never had anything, anything. So when she came here, she wanted to be like what she's doing now, to be like a nurse or a sister in the ward. But she had to be a, work in the toilets, then work as a sewing, sewing machine. But some of these people don't want to do this stuff. If they have opportunity, they don't want no opportunity. If they're going to come together, they don't want to come together. They just want to be like selfish. I do what? My, and it my, hurts. My favorite rapper growing up when I was in school, yeah, one of my favorite rappers uh, was Fifty Cent. When Fifty Cent came out, I I loved everything about Fifty Cent. I loved his whole image. I loved his persona. I loved everything. But even at a young age, I was able to differentiate between what is fiction and what is non-fiction, what is reality and what is not, what is my life and what is his life. Do you understand? I don't want to get shot nine times, like. <laughs> Are people missing that part? What, what, Do you know what I mean? What I don't, that's, that, that's a good point. So what I don't get is how... I just really don't understand how some people can see that and take it as a, a, a Bible to follow religiously and say, oh, 50 Cent did it, so I can do it. Let me sell drugs. Or uh, fucking Tupac went through some shit. Let me go through it as well and I'll get a bit... Like, mm-hmm. I, like people... I have like What pisses me off the most, what really pisses me off, is um, these, like... UK gangster rappers, mm-hmm. but all they do is spit about like, um, trap trapping, yeah, sh- busting lines and shotting mm-hmm. crack and whatever. And I, I you know, I, I can put my hands up and say, you know, sometimes I bang it because sonically it sounds good. Yeah, but what, what they're what they're saying it sounds Because I feel like a lot, mm. of, I feel a lot of times people don't listen to lyrics, no. but they're banging us. Because I, I can, I can stand up and say when it comes to these songs, I'm not taking these lyrics seriously. But again, mm-hmm. sonically, it sounds, it sounds good. But if people are really listening to these songs and listening to what they're saying, they, like, a sane... A, a that's sane-minded what, person. Exactly, that's how I feel. Like, <laughs> wouldn't... It's, like, frustrating to think, to think that someone could hear that song and think, I need to live that life. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay, but we can agree that if you listen or watch something for long enough, uh-huh. it's going to affect... Your perception. Yeah. 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 But then there's gotta be something. So when you're there with music on uh-huh. and you're having this drug dealer's anthem playing day in and day out on your headphones, uh-huh. okay? It takes strength of character to ignore the messaging that's going on there. And that's what I feel like some people are weak. They don't have when you don't yeah. have a role model, when you yeah. don't have a father figure, when you yeah. don't have uh-huh. that stability there to build that strength of yeah. character to there say, I go. am a person in my right, I know who I am. Boom. If you don't know who you are, that's what's a problem. If you don't know, if you if your spirit is not in alignment, yeah, you will allow anything to mess you up. Yeah. To take to because you don't have a path. If you don't have a path, you're going everywhere. You're yeah. going six different paths at the same time. That, exactly. Yeah, real. I had I had That's right. Yeah, but then so that's why, as, as, as well as us being angry about this gangland program, we need to be angry about those people that bring those kids into the drug business. 
You're in the drug business for whatever reason, yeah? Why the hell are you recruiting? I, what are you doing? I, you stay doing what you're doing if you don't want to improve your life, but make sure you understand your life is horrible. Don't bring anyone else in. I got, I got friends who... Well, I got a friend that told me how... Because he, he lives in their state not too far from where I live, and he constantly tells me stories of back in the day when he used to get... Like, they used to attempt to recruit him, and they kind of almost got angry. Because he they, it's, they say it as... You're black. You live in the in the hood. You should be repping. You should be repping, and they kind of almost got angry to the point where they were cause trouble with him because he didn't, oh, you know, join the gang. I'm like, where are you actually repping though? Like, That's the question. You're repping a Listen, they don't. You don't. Your, you, don't um, you don't. What are you actually repping? You don't belong. Like you got to think about it as this deep. We don't belong here. Truthfully speaking, as black men, black women, black people, we don't belong in this country. We are here, not even temporarily. When they, when they, when. When things fall into place and the wrong people are in power, we're out of there. Do you know what I'm saying? They're sending us back to our, to the country we come from. You're repping a, 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 a nation that was almost built on racism. Do you know what I'm saying? You, people don't realise that... Of I course was, it was. Of I, course it was. No, no, this is the elephant in the room. you got to say what you got to say. No, yeah, how controversial yeah, it sounds. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. I agree with you. My dad said it myself. My dad said it. When, when after the war, who were they begging to come over to fix the country up? One. Go ahead. Who let were they know, begging? Your, gram, your yeah. grandma, great grandma, my oh. grandma, great grandma. Your, that's what they're begging. Please but, come and fix the country yes, back up for us. Yes. Because we don't know what we're doing. 100%. And we come over, we rebuild the country up, up now. Everything's going smooth. And what do they do? Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Exactly. Get up. Get up. Get up. After we've done the job, get up. Get up. There you go. Take this. And then you represent. You represent. That. That place, they stuff you all in one zone, one little like tight area. Tight area, tight area. Make fighting kill each other, and you represent this country that done has done literally nothing for you, and will continue to do nothing for you. And honestly, if they had their way, they wouldn't want, they wouldn't have you in this country. And to me, I just feel like, I just feel like some, I just feel like if I can figure out, if you can figure out, if Remy can figure this out, mm. I can't. Like, just how hard is it to just step back and say, you know what, why do I do it? Like, it's a role model as well, though, man. Yeah, but, like, like, like you said that's that, the excuse. But I, we, I'm not saying it's excuse, the but same... that's the excuse people are saying, isn't it? It's the role models that, like you said, not having this person around, having this person around, and you see these people and you want to follow so, them. I, I hear that, like, sometimes not having a father around, that can really hurt. But then. But, I get you, you get your own gear. Yeah, we have, like, at the end of the day, look to your pairs. I mean, that sounds weird because most of the times the pairs are the ones that are doing the wrongness. But you have. Like okay, you ask you to ask yourself the question: Why didn't you, or why didn't you follow that path? But what stops you personally from sure. not selling the drugs, from not, I don't even carry a knife or not or whatever? But what what stopped you from doing that? Can I be brutally honest? Yeah, I want to be brutally honest as well. I don't have the heart. I li- like my like I, so I grew up with those guys, the same guys that guys that are in prison, guys that are dead right now. Uh huh. I grew up with the same guys, same hood. Same estate, do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. With these guys every day, uh-huh. and when I saw when I saw what was needed to be done, what they were asking for me to be doing, yeah, I didn't have the heart to do it. And on and on top of that, I had a a, a best friend who wasn't about that life, was doing mm. normal shit indoors, playing N sixty four on the streets, playing runouts, war fights, and I thought it's to myself, that looks fun. Yeah. What, I don't want money right. I don't need money right now. My mum's providing for me as much as she can. Do you know what yeah. I mean? She give me. She's I mean. giving to me. I. This is the dumbest thing. I know people that are fucking rich, well off, wealthy. Families have money. Parents yeah. have 
both working, have good jobs, yeah. and still don't want to be on the roads. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, there's, there's. So they've got a choice, and they're still picking the the wrong one. You say it like people that come from families with no money have, no, dude, bro. I, my my parents were always on benefits. I used to go to school in charity shop clothes, mm. hand me down clothes. Mm. We never had no money, like. Literally, I've lived that life somewhere where you ain't really had that much food in that. Mm. And I still never went down that path. For me, it was an extreme because I lost my mum to drugs. Okay. So for me to then go and sell drugs, I know Very I strange. could possibly yeah. take in someone, someone else's mum or someone's life. And I think that deep. Do you understand? Even if it's just weak. For example, my, my, my stepsister suffered drug-induced psychosis. You know what that is? When you, when you take so yeah, much, yeah, we smoke yeah, so much yeah, weed, you go mad. She, yeah, was, she thought yeah. she was in Africa seeing pharaohs. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So I've seen people lose their mind. Mm. So why would I want to contribute to that? Yeah. Go deeper in the drug business. You know the drug business is also connected to the prostitution business and, 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 and trafficking of people. You could be, by you going and buying that, that crap or that coke, you could, you could be paying for oh, someone yeah, yeah. To, to, to take a little girl and get them involved in a drug ring. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's, 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 yeah. it's deeper than just, I'm just trying to make money. And sometimes I feel like we've lost that empathy. Yeah, there's none of that. Uh, the world has lost it. Like, yeah, we don't care. Like, up. we're here to, to make money. And, that and, and yeah. even this programme. What good is this programme going to do? Nah, I mean, in one aspect it is because it's got people like us discussing and debating... And hopefully someone will listen and agree with us and be like, yeah, like, this is out of order. But you show one piece of um, leg or breast on, on BBC and watch these, these, these people, elderly people complain and say this programme was out of order. But how many of us are actually going to write and complain to Channel 5 and say this programme was out of order? We have the power, but we feel like we don't have any power and we don't do nothing. We don't do nothing. That's that's the problem there. You know, you know, another part of it is we need to stop feeling sorry for ourselves. But like what you just said, that yeah, we don't feel like we have I the power. It's so true. I hear that. Like I hear that. we have don't like if we stand up in if we stand up in numbers and and try and make a difference. Like the whole um Black Lives Matter movement, I, like they, 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 they're doing they're trying to do something right, but all they're doing is protesting and that, that can only get you so far. You need to take it a step further. You need to start marching on, on certain government um, establishments and letting them know you want to change. Protesting in, in your area where someone's been shot, yeah, that's great. That's good enough. You're, you're raising awareness, but you need to take it a step further and you start going down to House of Parliament and the so, White so House. So what the game did and what thing oh, did was Okay, but hold, on, but hold on a minute, hold on a minute. There was a time yeah. where we couldn't purchase property to start businesses. There was a time. Uh. We no longer live in that time. They can no longer say to our face, I can't give you this loan because you're black. They can say, I can't give you this loan because you don't have the right credit. credit. Okay? Yeah. But if enough black people, mixed race people, uh, if enough of us got together and said, you know what, let's start a business. Mm. Let's, let's invest. Let's buy some houses. Let's buy some property. Let's get on the property market maybe 10, 15 people working, put all their money together, go to the bank. We can do, but we're just so small-minded. We don't want to do it. We don't want to 
It's like my, it's my money. It's mine's. You know what I mean? It's mine's. Like I don't trust you with it. Where does that come from? Us three sitting here. If us three from? sitting here was working a full time job for two, three years, saved up some money, yeah, and we were still talking to one another. Someone like me would, I would come and say, you know what, guys, why don't we go buy a house? None of us have to live in that house. Let's go buy the house, rent the house out. Make more money. Yeah. And then once we get our money back, how about we sell the house if the value increases? If not, how about we go buy another house? How about we rent to students? How about make some income, mate? Because then when we pass away, if we manage to buy three, four properties, that's going to our kids. Our kids can take that and then maybe they can buy three, four. And next thing you know, what we've done now is we've created a community where we can fund ourselves. We no longer have to pay rent. Because it's our own house. We paid off the mortgage. All we have to pay is for water yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, people think like that, though. But what our grandparents did... That's what it is. They bought houses. And when they thought, okay, we're done here now, they sold off and went back to live... To live. I mean, I, mean I, I, I understand why they did it. But at the same time, it's like... If you know that there's still work to be done in this country, this is where we're based now. Mm. Why are you going to sell up? You're going to die. I'm dying. You're dying before me. So why don't you leave behind that property for your kids and let them try and create a portfolio? Because that's where the money's at. The money is at own, the owning of land and premises. That is where the money is. Once you own land, once you own a property, uh, premises, you can do a business. You can, like I said, you can rent. You can do so much with it. Yeah, yeah. Why do you think Tesco, Sainsbury's, they go buy land, they don't even build in it for the next 15 years, 20 years, they don't have no plan to build in it. It's just so that no one else can buy it. Mm -hmm. Owned by Tesco. You go research certain land, land sites you see and you think, why has it been like that for ages? Because <laughs> yeah. someone like Sainsbury's or Morrison's has bought it, but they're not planning to do nothing with it. They did that in Tottenham. I remember I was growing up. I must have been, I don't know, maybe 14. Yeah. They had it for 10 years. I went there, I went there a couple years ago. It's finally a Tesco. I bet Tesco had that. Time. Had, had, had the, what do you call it, the deeds, whatever it is you need to have yeah, yeah. for time. But we're so small-minded. All we're thinking is, yo, let me get some new crepes. Let me get some new chains. Yeah, yeah. Let, me, uh -huh. let me be looking blinging. Yeah, or, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, whatever it may be. That's right. It's just, I, well, I just don't get where that comes from. Bro. <laughs> I just... Yeah, I, a, lot, it, a lot of people say it comes from because they never had nothing when they were younger, but I think that's all. I think we've we run out of that now. But then... <laughs> That's, I, feel, I can't even use that anymore. I can't how do use we, that. I just feel like, how, I, I, I feel like a, 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 a historical event like slavery that we've been through as a people should only bring us closer. But you're right, like we, there is no sense of community in a lot of black communities around the world. Like no one, that no one's trying to look out for each other. Everyone's trying to make for themselves. And, and literally, when, you, when I say for themselves, I even mean within families, like, an individual, yeah. a, a son or a brother, or he's literally trying to make for himself, and he's trying to. And I'm everything. like, I'm like, <laughs> where does that come from? Like, where, where, where is it? Where does that begin? Is that that's because it's not something that's. I feel like it's got to be something that is is programmed into us. It can't be a natural. It can't be something that's part of our DNA. If you get what I'm saying, it can't be something that we're born with. We're not born to to be selfish and say, you know, what, fuck the, I the black community. I'm oh, trying to make it for myself. Oh, what is it that's that's making us like this because let's look at deep like this okay so i come from a um uh, a multi what do you call it multi-racial multi um so my mum was black my dad was white multi-racial yeah multi-racial yeah um family um now this is i don't know 
elephant in the room in it, so I'm just gonna say a lot of black men are no longer attracted to black women. Mm. Now, what you don't realize is if every single black man no longer finds black women attractive, yeah, mm. what do you think is gonna happen to the black race? Dead off. What do you think mm. on the on the grander scale of things, what cough. is gonna happen? It's gonna cough. Extinction, bro. Yeah. Dilution. Mm. And do you think you're no longer attracted to black women because it's just your choice? Really? Do you know? That's how deep it is. Do you think it's just your choice that you no longer find the woman who brought you into this earth? You don't find her attractive. That's what I'm saying. The woman who went out and busted her ass to give you everything. Can you? When you look at all uh, psychologists, every single one says that usually we are attracted to people like our parents. But yet, we, as I was born from a black woman, so I say we as black people are not attracted to black women. And I'm speaking, maybe I'm speaking of a minority, but I feel like I'm speaking for the majority. I have a lot of black friends and I don't know any of them with black women. <laughs> yeah, and now black women, and now I say a lot of black women with white men. And I know they say live and let live, but there has to come a point where you're thinking, do we not need to preserve our... Our, our race, no? In the next 100, 200 years, if it goes on like this, what happens next? Like you I think deep about, I think about these things here. Now, it's like, it's like I was saying earlier, like, there's a reason, there's a reason why, and you say, is it our choice? I, like, no, it's like, we, we are fed this image that, like, when, I feel like, we, we sorry man, sorry to interrupt you there, we accept everything though. If you true. look at other cultures, yeah, they will kick up a storm if you get with someone that's not from the same culture as you. At least, at least they will tell you, threaten you, I'm going to disown you. Yeah. yeah. As black people, it's like, okay, cool, whatever. I was talking to someone about that this morning. It's like, but any, other, any, any other race, yeah, yeah, yeah. Asian, Jewish, uh, it's a problem. Race, but you know what I mean? It's a problem. Yeah, it's, a problem. it's an issue. It's man, like, oh, it's I don't know when I can bring you home to my parents. Oh, they're that funny. Man, and man. when you go there, you feel mega awkward. Yeah, and you know, they're looking at you like, Look at this. Let me you know what I mean? Talk to the kitchen. See, see, <laughs> talk to the kitchen. But, but you bring... A majority of the time, you bring someone home to meet your black mum. And she's more than welcoming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hella nice. So, but then, so, see, that's not... I don't see that as much as a problem because it's a problem in the sense that... It's not a problem. I wouldn't say it's a problem. I'm just making an observation. Yeah, no, nah, I heard it. But then it's a problem in the sense that whenever you see a situation like that and it's like uh, the girl is scared or the guy is scared to bring you home to your parents... It's always at, so. There's a list of race you can bring home, yeah. And on the top of the list is obviously your own. Mm-hmm. And right underneath that, it's obviously white, yeah. And then right at the bottom of that list is always going to be a black person. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? And that's an issue for me. That's a massive issue because they, that shows you that this system they have in place to bring us down has has succeeded in the sense that I've have I've had friends. I had a, I had a female friend. She was Asian, Pakistani. I think it was. And she, I remember once she told me how, and this is a serious story. No, this is no joke. Mm-hmm. This is a, just walking to, we're going to the sh- uh, Shisha place to meet the rest of our friends. Mm-hmm. And she's telling me how her, once her uncle was on a bike with uh, his son on the, on the front, yeah? Mm-hmm. And they had, they had, no, 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 sorry, sorry. That's like, his, her uncle was walking down the road with his son. Mm-hmm. And they saw a black man on the bike with, mm-hmm. uh, with um, like a little TV in, in, the, in the basket at the front mm-hmm. with his son at the front, sitting mm-hmm. on the handlebars or not. 
And then the little son, the little Asian uh, kid, said to his dad, oh, look, look, daddy, they've got a TV, mm-hmm. whatever. And the dad turned to his son and said, yeah, they probably stole it. Yeah? And when I heard that story, she was she, she was telling, telling it to me as it was like a little humorous story. Mm-hmm. And I, when I heard it, I thought to myself, that's what's wrong with this world. Because you have, and no offence to this, this friend of mine, you have dickheads like that that literally feed their son. No, and and it's not just them. It's it's mm-hmm. it's, it's again. It's gangland. It's mm-hmm. it's fucking adulthood, kidhood. It's fucking uh, New Jack City. It's all these uh, get rich or die trying. It's all yeah. these films and stuff that show us in a bad light. But then you have actual sane, intelligent parents that tell their children that's what black people do. They rob TVs. They they steal things. They sell drugs. Mm-hmm. I got I got another friend. He's Asian as well, and it really upsets me because. Like he jokes about he jokes about with it, but I, when he tells it to me, I don't know. I know he's not racist, but I know he comes from uh, not necessarily a racist family. But his country doesn't. They don't. It's not even his country. It's many countries, but they they literally hate black people in a sense that he said tells me, yeah, I um, my uncles and that tell their children to don't play with black kids or fair black kids because they rob and they do this. And to an extent, it's not his fault that he thinks that. Obviously, he's seeing images on the TV and he's he's hearing or seeing music videos of, of us. Uh-huh. This is Asian from where? Like, like uh, I don't know, like Pakistan, India, stuff like that, yeah. But it's not even just them. It's all even the Orient. Because they, like, they, they have the same pre-misconception that we... But I don't really, sorry to interrupt you, but what I don't understand about the... Um, that's part of Asia, the Pakistani you said, right? Yeah. What I don't understand is, when they first came to this country, they were viewed as scum. Exactly. When they first yeah, came to this country, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they used to, um, uh, they owned shops and that, yeah, their shops yeah, used yeah. to get robbed. Yeah, um, and that's, and, and <laughs> it, did, it doesn't no, make any sense. No offence to any Asian person, because I have a lot of friends that are from there, but that's where the word Paki came from. They didn't even care if you were from Pakistani. They would call any person yeah, that, that yeah, complex yeah, Paki yeah, yeah, yeah. to insult you. Yeah. Yet you now turn around and listen they used to, to their my, logic. My dad used yeah. to say they, they used to be um, guys who used to go around with it, Paki bashing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But now you, as you as a Pakistani, yeah, what, what is Paki bashing? When they'll go pick up, pick up someone, pick up someone they would say was a Paki, mm-hmm. and they would beat the crap out of them, but and that was something they would do. And that's that's by white men, right? Yeah. Now these same. Asians, Pakistani, Indian, Bangladeshi, wherever you're from, now buy into this stereotype that a white man has created of, of black men and now feel like they're on that team and they go against us. Even though, what I don't, this, this, is, this is why, I, I don't, I don't want to say like I hate white people, but they've, they've got a monopoly, a monopoly on the world because they've divided and conquered any other, any other race to the point where they call us minorities, yeah? Mm. When we're not, minority, we're not a minority in this world. Do you know what I'm saying? We may be a minority in your country, but to 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 then classify all of us like that's that's the classification for us minorities. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That is so offensive. Yeah. Like okay, so so I just wanna I just wanna ask a question. Um, where is Israel? Is in is in Africa? No, uh, no, it's like uh, Middle East. Middle East. Middle East. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Middle East. Okay, so. Um, Anyone is yes, I am stupid when it comes to geography, <laughs> unless you're wondering. Um, so, you have Israel, and that's where um, the Jewish people originated from, right? Yeah. Okay. Now, you see the Jews. Uh-huh. They they went through a horrific ordeal. And look at their community. Look how they've managed to come together. Like, 
If you go to um, Stamford Hill. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you go to any. Yeah, yeah they're a community. And they're happy. They're they look there. after one another. Yeah, yeah. Is that not what we should have done? Is that not yeah. the outcome? Yeah. Uh-huh. Should have been from what we went what from. Because everyone goes all the way back to slavery. Okay. I don't like to do that. For me, I feel like slavery was done a long time ago. A very, very, very long time ago. And there's been a lot of educating since then. Mm. To get to a point now where we can discuss things the way we can, you have to be able to say, come on, slavery was a horrific ordeal, ordeal, but now we're at a different point. There is still systematic slavery, but we're at a different... It's it's a different point in history now. We're, We're fighting against... Things that back then, if we took this generation and put this generation on the slave boats that our predecessors were on, mm-hmm. we would not survive. No, I would not survive. We've been living luxury <laughs> for many I years. Don't survive. We would not survive <laughs> I one survive. bit. I wouldn't survive. Sure. I wouldn't survive. And it's like we don't understand that even though we have all these oppressing forces against us, we're living in a society which we can thrive in, we can be successful in. Yeah, but before... it's not easy, but we can. Back then, there was no can. So what's stopping? What, what's stopping? What's stopping there's us? There's multiple things. What's right. stopping us from doing it's that? It's the community issue that we don't want to have each other's back. But I think, the, I personally, my my. The one that gets me the most and the one that I think is the one we need to tackle first is the, the, the issue of the image of a black man or a black person. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To the point where in films we're, we're playing the same characters or in TV shows we're playing oh. the same characters over and over again. To the point where our females are always a sassy black female that, that <laughs> says what's on her mind and speaks a certain way and waggles her finger and clicks her and has mm-hmm. her hands on her hips. To the point where our, our, our males are the the ghetto speaking, mm. maybe undereducated, or mm. um, you may even see a single mother, a single black mother with a child and the dad's no longer a deadbeat father. Then these are the images, these are the characters that they have us play. And this is the image they have of us. Cause of course, it's, for example, look at the A-team. Mm. What was the black man there? Yeah, big, yeah, big, yeah. muscular black man there. I pity the fool. Yeah. That's all he said. He was an idiot. <laughs> yeah. He was an idiot. All the smart people there were white. Yeah. The engineer, the, 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 the machines, yeah, right, the, the weapon right. specialist. So, and the black guy was just some big dude there that used to say some funny lines with some gold chains. Yeah, a little hair ting. Yeah. And yeah, we yeah, all yeah. found that, sh- our parents found that show entertaining. Yeah. But when you, if you actually you take really a moment to that. sit back and look at the subliminal messaging, it's like, wow. It's is bad. That, is that the hero that we have to play? Yeah. So what, what about this whole thing about James Bond and Addis Ah, I was thinking that, you know. This I was James thinking Bond that. thing. I was thinking mm. about that. They, they're having a big fuss about James Bond. They're saying James Bond should be a white um, person. Mm. Um, for me, it's rubbish at the end of the day. Um, crap, the, yeah. role, the role should be played by anyone. The best person for the role. For that role. That goes off without audition. The, the worst that thing is... The, the, the name James Bond doesn't belong to anyone. It's no. an alias. It's exactly. So the agent who is James Bond could be anyone. Okay, yeah. but it's... We agree, yeah, that it's fictional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not real. There was a big fuss uh-huh. when we turned around and said we didn't want a white man to play Michael Jackson. Remember, there was a big fuss about it, but Michael Jackson is a real man. person. Yeah, he's a black man. It's not fictional. It's non-fiction. This is a fictional character yeah. that people 
are portraying as a non like this is a real person who's always white. who's white and he has to be white. So, so is it, there's a second. Yeah. I was gonna say. So does that mean James Bond is on the same? It should be on the same argument as in all the superheroes. Let's say all the superheroes in like Marvel that's played by multiple different colored characters. Because there's no, some the, people in Marvel. It just about the same. The same. Not Mar- yeah, Marvel. Uh, four in it. Yeah, the exactly. same issue. He played a character that's meant to be white. He uh-huh. was white in the comic book. Is that, is that the same and thing? People went crazy. Is that uh, the same thing? He's a fictional character, bro. Like, yeah, you know, I don't know about you, but I watch, I watch Marvel, and uh-huh, I've watched, uh, yeah, and I've had yeah. the comics, and, yeah. I, and I've watched yeah, the cartoons. Yeah. And for example, Nick Fury in the cartoons was white. Nick Fury on the screen um, is black. Yeah, yeah. I prefer Nick Fury on the on the screen, and it's got to the point now where if you look in the cartoons, the Nick Fury in the cartoons is now black because uh. people can associate. People said, "Oh, wow, that clicked." And that's what it should be if it goes. Yeah. It's no accomplishment now that Marvel are putting more black superheroes in there. If anything, normal. it highlights the fact that it's not the norm to have black Yeah, heroes. it should be that. So now everyone's yeah, like, oh, wow, look, there's, a, there's, a, there's a, a brainy black girl in Marvel. Why is that? If they introduce a new white superhero, everyone's going to be like, oh, why is that, like, that like, front page news for crazy. Marvel? That's, that, is, that is it. That's there. That's the problem. That's how much this world is fucked because to the point where it's been such a, a dominant white world that when we do something it's a big deal but we are we are the we're the worst same, we're, no no we're, we're the exact same as you bro we're just a different colour yeah. black do people anything. are the worst human beings on the world let me tell you something if you tell someone no 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 no, 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 no. this is how we're viewed because if you tell someone for example yeah and I have no problem with the gay community I just want to put it out there but if you tell someone you're gay yeah that's fine you're gay you tell someone you're gay and you're black that's like wow. That like, they, that's like they. You know what I mean? I get it. I get it. It's like you're you're the the, the lowest of the lowest now. Why is the skin color got anything to do with it? No. There, there, there's this one uh, white woman. She's really old, and I, like I really respect her, and I just hope she passes down her teachings to someone else so they can continue her work. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like she ain't got much time left in this world. <laughs> but um, <laughs> she like she, uh, she's a university professor in America, and she. This like has some so much uh, hate for racism, and she shows she goes around. That, the country. That's on the the Facebook, right? The one with the with the glasses, glasses. white like, hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes, yeah, she's yeah she dope. She's any, dope. White, any white person in this room <laughs> yeah, that yeah, would like yeah. to be treated like how black people are treated in society, put your hands up. Yeah, she, I, listen, yeah. I love that woman because she goes around the country and she does these experiments where she separates. Um, she gets people to come to this uh, thing and she tells them it's an experiment, but she doesn't tell them what it is. Yeah. So she actually separates people into uh, eye colour, brown and blue. Uh-huh. And she turns the brown-eyed people against the blue-eyed people, saying, like, blue-eyed people are naturally stammer and they, they think they're better than everyone. Yeah. And then so, they from the beginning of the experiment, she treats blue-eyed people poorly and mm-hmm. treats brown-eyed people uh, well, yeah? Mm-hmm. And then um, people are still trying to figure out what's going on because people are getting treated differently. And there's, n- there's not much difference in the parents, why? Mm-hmm. So they think, what's going on? Why are we, why are we wearing these blue collars? Mm-hmm. Why, are they, why are they getting drinks and food? Why are we not? Why are we in this mm-hmm. t- uncomfortable tight room? And it's a, to basically, it's an experiment to show you how racism works. Because she was saying that the colour of your skin, that the chemicals that, or the pigment in your skin and the chemicals in your skin that, that, that determine your skin colour is the same thing that determines your eye colour. So how are you judging someone on the basis of their skin? Like, where, like she, she's showing you there's no mm-hmm. difference in... Uh, people yeah, yeah, because yeah. of the colour of their eyes or their yeah, skin yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying it's what's inside obviously yeah. and so I, I I really respect her and I want I, like I said I, I whenever, whenever I see her I think she's getting old I feel like she's going to kick the bucket in and I, wanna, <laughs> I hope she has disciples that are going to follow her and pass on her message because they, we need more people like her because 
when you heard the message that we black people have been trying to get across for a long time from a white woman, a white woman, a white man, it for some reason is stronger because they're more acceptable. Do you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And I feel like we need more people like her to realize, stand up and say, you know what, That's it's it. wrong. Stand up. Yeah, like when when mm-hmm. she said to that room, who wants to be treated like black people? No one put their hands up. So she said. So that means you know what's going on, you know it's wrong, so why do you let it happen? Mm. And no one can say a fucking word, because it's true. You, mm. like, you understand what's happening. You understand that you don't want to be a black person in this society, mm. but let, yet you go about your life like nothing's wrong. And then whenever someone tries to stand up and, and, and fight the system, you tell them, no, there's nothing wrong with it. There's no mm. racism. There's nothing. Like, like how many times I've watched uh, new broadcasting from Fox in particular, and they really have a problem admitting that there's racism in this world. And one of the guys, one of their main anchors must have said, his response to there being racism was, there's racism everywhere. And I thought to myself, how dumb can that be? How dumb can you be? Because, yeah, there's racism everywhere, but does that mean it's right that racism exists? Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Oh, I think he's accepting it. Yeah, like he said, so she was saying, oh, there's a racist system. Some white woman was saying there's a racist system in place that... Um, keeps black people down, black and minorities down, yeah? Mm-hmm. yeah? And he's saying he doesn't see it as some sort of pandemic or uh, uh, some serious problem because there's racism everywhere. Yeah. So that response to me, it's like, if, if um, rape was at an all-time high, or not all-time, let's say rape, rape, rape was happening uh, more than usual in America, would that mean it's okay for it to happen because it happens everywhere? If you get what I'm saying, like mm. that that response means nothing. You should solve the problem wherever because it doesn't matter if it's happening all over the world. It's a problem, mm. and it's a problem that affects uh, a specific group of people. It's not a problem to you because you're not affected because you're white. Do you know what I'm mm. saying? But because it affects a race that you're not part of, to you it's like ah, racism everywhere. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't. It's not a problem. Like, we don't need to solve it. Yeah. You do need to solve it because whole cities in your country are poor as fuck mm-hmm. because you shove minorities into the city and give them no money. Do you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you let, them, you let them get frustrated because they've got no direction mm-hmm. in their lives to the point where they're going to they're gonna turn to... Even though, I mean, to be honest, there's other, uh, alter, there's other avenues, but they turn to a life of crime, a life of drugs, or a life of violence, mm-hmm. and they kill each other. And then you blame them and say, oh, these black people, dead prone to violence black and black crime because they're killing each other but it's because you've given them like you've given them chances but you've given them the, 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 the most uh, minimal of chances because you've put them in an, a, a, an area where there's nowhere there's nowhere no up there's if no you get what I'm saying there's, there's like if you compare areas in America like uh, I can't I, I'm, I'm from there but I can't name specific cities but if you compare the ghettos to the suburbs and you see how the suburbs is majority white and the, the ghetto is yeah. predominantly black. Oh. And you're telling me they have the same chance as you, they have the same opportunities as you. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Agree, uh, agreeable that we need to come together as a community and fix this mm-hmm. issue. Yeah. But before we even do that, we need to fix the un- the, the biasness and the unfairness that, that is put upon black people as a, as a, a race in countries like America and countries like um, the UK. Because... We're not given the same chance. We're not from the beginning, from from birth. Like we we could write a story. Ah, I'm gonna ask you a question really quick, really quick. Exactly yeah. what you just said, yeah. yeah. When I was growing up here, mm. my mum said to me this. She said, um, "You've got you got to go extra. You've got to, my mum. I'll repeat this for myself, real quick. My mum told me, you've got to go extra 
because the white people have it easier than me. 100%. You've got to study more. Right, You've got to do this more. Right, privilege. Because they're more privileged than me. They have... Is they... that right? It, it's a okay. 100%. Okay. It's not right, but, but, but guys, I felt like I had to do that. But guys, I feel like instead of us fighting the system, right, we're fighting the system, but even if the system turned around and said, you know what, let's reconstruct the way we do things, we're not... A, we're not a unit. We're not. You don't know if that might not spark to... change and make us become a unit. Dude, dude. Okay, okay, okay. Check it out like this, yeah. Go on. No one. When 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 Asians come over, when the Jews community come over, when they get together, when they uh, create businesses, when they 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 look after their their family. If you go, they they're not bottom of the food chain. Or they're not the bottom of the pile, right? But they're not looked upon as equal to, say, the white man, if you want to put it like that, right? Not, yeah. But who cares? Because they have the money. And in the world we live in, once you have property, once you have money, once you have uh, materialistic assets, mm-hmm. yeah? Mm. Not, you can do a lot with that. Yeah, you understand? Yeah. we I think that we're so focused on changing a system that we're not solving the internal problem within the actual community. Yeah, exactly. They, um, like I'm saying, I don't, I don't think maybe I'm not articulating myself well, right. but I just feel like I've seen communities come together and when... For example, okay, for example, we're speaking about the Caribbean. When someone comes over from the Caribbean, yeah, they're not coming over here and straight away getting put into a position of power, into a business, um, straight away getting given some money and say, set yourself up, yeah? I'm not, I actually know stories within Asian families where whole, whole families have come over here mm. and they've been given money to go and buy and start a business mm-hmm. and not money that they've got from the bank let's understand this is finances that they've obtained mm-hmm. and circulated around themselves this is their money they can actually take money out and say here is 10 here's 20 grand go start a business they don't have to go to the bank that's money put aside so that when you're coming over we can look after our own i actually like that's this is not something that i've heard from someone else yeah. as in like um this is not something I've heard from TV. This is something that somebody has told me that when their family came over, they was given the money to start a business. They started that business and when the business started making money, they then contributed back to yeah. what had been given to them. Uh-huh. Okay. Understood. Yes, we're oppressed. Okay. But when we're here oppressing ourselves, trying to be like crabs in a bucket, bringing ourselves down, that's when I turn around and say, why are we creating, why are we always blaming the system? We know the system is against us. We know we need to rise up against the system. But shouldn't we maybe create a team? That's what Martin Luther King did. That's what Malcolm X did. They started a movement. They got everyone together first. That's the first thing they did. Let's create a cause and get everyone together. If everyone was yeah. disjointed, it would never have worked. Yeah. It would never have worked. You need to get 
people together thinking along the same that, wavelength. I was about to say, are people thinking on the same length, wavelength? Though? They. That's where the I think that's where the it's problem the, is. Empathy, man. We we it's like we just don't care about others anymore. We care about ourselves. Yeah. And our family. And that's it. Not thinking that our extended family is everybody else. But I, you know, I, I fully agree with you to be honest. So we'll come back closer. I, I, like, I fully agree with you, but I think one issue, and yeah, we should stop fighting the system because it doesn't help us. We need to start, you know, coming together and making a change ourselves. But part of the problem is that wealth that these people come come across with and give to um, people that need it, mm -hmm. we, I don't think, like, we don't have that wealth, do you know what I'm saying? Like, where, where is it, like, where are we getting it from to give to them? Do you get what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying we shouldn't, and um, part of the reason is that we probably wouldn't, if we, even if we did have it, but we don't have it. But it's a process. It's a process. Someone has to start off by going to a bank. You start off by using the system against them. You start off, you go to a bank, you take out a loan, you invest that loan in the business. You then, it's like when they have a Caribbean shop, okay? Mm. A, lot of being, a lot of Caribbean shops don't flourish. You know why? It's because the, the black community don't see it as this is our shop. This is our Caribbean shop. I'm going to put my money into oh, my shop. Reach. Do you know what I mean? We'd rather go and buy chicken and chips. Yes, Caribbean yes. is more expensive, but if you knew you're putting your pocket into your fellow brother or sister and they're going to take that money and invest it back into you and eventually it's just, you know what I mean? It's going round. Why would you not do that? We're going to go KFC and spend £5, but if there's a Caribbean shop, our KFC, we probably would still go into the KFC. Yeah. But yet you know that Caribbean shop is coming from a good-hearted person who's gone to the bank, took out a loan, tried to create something, and, and I'm telling you, if we looked at the statistics, I'm sure the, um, most Caribbean shops, I'm sure at least five out of, say, seven of them all failed. True. But if you take a Caribbean shop and put it in the city, yeah, it's going to flourish. Because those white people, they have no problem spending their money. But it's when you put it in, a, in, in what is predominantly a black community, like, say, Tottenham or, like, say, Hackney. Why, why, is it why are you struggling? Why am I having a conversation with the owner and the owner's telling me, oh, I don't know how long we're going to be able to keep this, this Caribbean, we'll keep it open for, you know? Because like, it's not going too well. It's because of what you said, bruv. <laughs> They'd rather go to them KFC chicken shops. There's only, in Tottenham, there's only two ones that are thriving. You've got, um, what is it, Peppers and Spice, I believe. And there's another one. There's only two. In the whole of Tottenham, there's two. How many chicken shops are in Tottenham? And chicken and chips is just, just rubbish. And you flip in your bigger creams. There's about, like there's about, probably about 50 bank. chicken and chip shops in Tottenham, in that area. Yeah. I'm not even exaggerating. Sometimes it's like, <laughs> ten, ten of them back to back to back to back to back. And they all get service. They all get twisted. They all get service. All get service. But I've done it. I've done it. I've done it. So, uh, I've walked past Caribbean shop. I've, I love a patty. I love jerk chicken. I love all this. I've, no, I've said it to you. I've said yeah. it to you. I, I, I don't have no money. I always said to you, I have no money. But if I'm going to spend my money and there's a nice place to eat or a little, a little business, I will go and spend my money. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Are we going to wrap? Yeah, we we're have wrap to wrap it up. It up. Hey, this, we'll go ahead wow, this is our longest work. one. Uh, okay. Disclaimer. You may not like what... I should have said this at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> you may not like our views and opinions... 
But I feel we have the right to express our opinions. Uh, it's elephant in the room, bro. Elephant in the room. <laughs> Stay tuned. Um, we're gonna have hopefully a podcast every every week from now every on. Week. Thank every you for watch, listening. Watching. Sorry, watching. Watching. Listen. Yeah, man. Happy watching. watching. Listen. Yeah, listening. Thanks to us. Hope you appreciate us here. We're sitting yeah. here in this boiling room, sweating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man. Quite hot as hell. But yeah. All right. Well. Take care. All right. Peace. Yeah.